So what does the Op 4 need? The Marine Corps remains America's expeditionary force in readiness, always vowing to be the first to fight. The current and future operating environments include dense terrain, not only in the physical domain, such as in megacities, but also in the virtual battle space, given the proliferation of technology. It's only logical we apply our warfighting doctrine, maneuver warfare, in the information environment, and evolve our thinking on what it will take to break the enemy's will to fight, and for us to win, and then sustain a durable peace. Given adversary capabilities and the democratization of technology, how does one precisely define asymmetric any longer? And I hear the term, and I personally struggle with looking at adversary capability and our own capability of what asymmetric really means. Uh, there are certainly ways, but I'm personally struggling on how we're going to do things differently in the future than we've had luxuries in the past when we dominated, totally dominated. How can we limit information exchanges to critical times in the fight? Attacking and defending C2 systems will need both art and science to win those engagements as part of the overall fight. In some ways, no different than the past, when you shoot the individuals with the tallest antenna sticking out of their pack or aim for the biggest cluster of radios, that won't change, but miniaturization will help on our side and will make it more difficult in targeting the adversary on his side. Also, finding key cyber nodes and preventing the mapping of our architecture will also be critical. Those nodes are tougher to identify and will rarely be masked. We must ensure information exchanges drive, speed, and tempo, while we also seek to decrease signatures. The C-4 team must enable operational and tactical maneuver for the MAGTAF. You must enable a more rapid decision-making process. You must be prepared for your domain fight, principally within the blunt layer, while our bases and stations defend our CONUS-based power projection platforms. Likely a simultaneous fight, and likely a global fight given the interconnectedness of the joint force. Access to information and the speed at which it is disseminated has changed the character of warfare and is shaping the design and composition of an information-enabled MAGTAF. Today's adversaries leverage information to mask their actions, distort public perception, and undermine the legitimacy of their opponents. Controlling physical terrain alone is no longer sufficient to achieve battle space success. To maintain a competitive edge and advantage in information environment, the Marine Corps must and will adapt to the changing complexities of the age. As we invest in readiness and modernization, we need to come up with metrics associated with the readiness of our network, just as we do with any other weapon system. For modernization, we need to maintain an eye on naval integration, not just the merger of the MAGTAF and Navy tactical grids, but the merger and or increased interdependence between MARFOR cyber and fleet cyber, just as we worked TAC air integration in the air domain decades ago. To industry, if we find ourselves operating in denied and degraded conditions, to me, that equates to strategic failure. A loss of our competitive advantage or the failure to maintain our technological superiority over adversaries equates to me to a failure to achieve our national aims. That's never been the American way, and I don't expect failure will ever become acceptable to the American people. Industry and innovators have never let us down. We beat the Russians to the moon. Not talking isn't an option I particularly want to issue to my subordinate commanders. 
So it's up to this community, and as an extension, every individual that keys a handset or taps on a keyboard to realize the significance of their actions in the information domain and with an understanding of what the adversary can do to exploit either complacency or our carelessness. So we need to keep at it with a sense of urgency to ensure we have an impenetrable network. Marines hate to dig in and sit in the defense, but a weak defense risks getting overrun at echelons beyond the immediate unit suffering the rupture in their lines. Nothing is more important than ensuring a, a secure cloud. Given the insider threat and recent history of traitors, I understand the advantages of our movement to the cloud, but I do harbor some concerns of our ability to keep a secure cloud. Humans will continue to present vulnerabilities, but our insider threat program improvements at the service as well as the Department of the Navy level, along with the continuous evaluation system of monitoring those with the accesses, will help us to get ahead and stay ahead of treasonous culprits that are out there. On the innovation side, quite frankly, we must always innovate across all warfighting functions. We must ensure we're outpacing our competitors and potential adversaries. I think we all understand the risks at stake of ever falling behind or losing our ability to maneuver within the electromagnetic spectrum and retain the freedom of action across and within the respective domains. Our competitors have been watching, studying, reading, spying, stealing to try and get ahead or close that gap. At this moment, they are thinking of how to influence and attack our strategy, our operations, our C2, and they seek to find seams in our connectedness to our allies in their C4 architecture and their active 24-7, 365, just looking for vulnerabilities. So we'll face scenarios and where we'll execute complex missions across the spectrum of physical and virtual battle space where the enemy is continuously probing, testing, challenging. While we must always be ready for combat, our adversaries will also use a range of other means to come after us, economic, political, cyber, space, information operations, and actions by proxies, terrorists, insurgents, anything to undermine our regional or global stability and attempt to overburden us. So I need you to help us succeed in the information environment to best support the warfighter and thus the greater joint force Innovation is key, not just in technical technology, but in the way we think and solve problems. Meeting the needs of the warfighter, be it size, weight, power, anything that enables and enhances mobility, agility, and operational and tactical speed and tempo is most welcome. We need technologies to make us more effective. Artificial intelligence and the underlying architecture that can support artificial intelligence technologies and automation and autonomy and cloud services at the tactical edge are all things we must pursue. So how can we extend a secure network to the tactical edge where an infantry battalion can deploy from Camp Lejeune, end up in a distant badland, end up in, a, in that badland, not only have to rely on Army theater-provided equipment and have instant access to a secure network that quickly yields multi-domain awareness to effectively engage or continue to engage in a multi-domain fight, assuming the force wasn't contested from the time they were first mobilized. So the immediate plug-and-play into theater and tactical systems with one click of a tablet to pull up the suite of cloud-based applications is where we need to go. So how do we shorten kill chains while, enduring, while ensuring the quality of the data that will guide autonomous machines or instill the confidence that we can rely on artificial intelligence recommended courses of action? We're still working on that. 
So these aren't easy problems to solve. However, that's why the Marine Corps has high GCT Marines and wonderful industry partners like those sitting in this room tonight to help figure it all out. And what can we learn from industry and academia? That sometimes the best teams to solve our hardest problems consist of Marines and government civilians and industry and educators working together. Cooperative agreements with the leading STEM and research universities in the nation are powerful ways to accelerate our development as well as exploiting the work our joint partners and that of our most capable allies. We must continue to provide the best training possible for Marines and our civilians where learning never stops. Retaining our communicators is a challenge with the numerous opportunities in commercial industry. So let's offer the best training possible to retain those Marines, ensure we have the right level of expertise at the senior NCO, staff NCO, and officer ranks. The Commandant Cyber Auxiliary idea has actually generated a lot of interest from some impressive individuals thus far, so we'll have to see where that takes us in the future. On resourcing and investing, we must be unified and we have to be more rapid and deliver at the speed of need. So how can we keep our investments on pace with the way technology continues to adapt and improve? Our acquisition force needs to be adaptive and push for change as often as necessary or as law currently allows to yield a more rapid acquisition process. And I'll tell you, the SECNAV has been all ears in listening to the ideas that can help reduce red tape and we need to use the power of his office as a resource to get after it. So in summary, commander's decisions are shaped by the quality of information provided to them in critical moments. It's imperative that in the ever-changing information environment, we deliver an agile, modern, secure, and resilient network that enables leaders to rapidly make and communicate decisions, often in the face of chaos and uncertainty. An information-enabled MAGTAF has the ability to conduct combined arms across all physical and virtual domains, giving commanders influence and control over the multi-domain operational environment. We'll leverage advancements in commercial technology with the necessary security to deliver a modern warfighting capability. In order to modernize, we must attract, recruit, develop, and retain talent that can implement processes and develop systems that enable this Marine Corps to fight and win against any adversary. And as long as we have Marines as good as our award winners, I'm supremely confident we will prevail any time, any place. So to our award winners, a job well done. The Corps is proud of your efforts and your results. Keep charging. Always look to improve your position while maintaining a mastery of the basics. This will serve you well. Never be satisfied with the ground you currently occupy. Thank you, and Semper Fidelis.